0: It's May 1st, and May is Awareness Month, Lyme Disease Awareness Month throughout the United States, and I figure throughout Canada as well. Um, uh, There have been so many people that have been Diagnosed with Lyme recently, Avril Lavigne, Alec Baldwin, George W. Bush was treated for Lyme disease, and most recently, PGA uh, champion Jimmy Walker announced that he has been diagnosed with Lyme disease. I wanted to find out exactly what it is and how you can prevent getting it, because I've been doing a little bit of research online, and uh, quite frankly, Jim, it looks terrifying. Jim Wilson joins us right now. He's the president and founder for the Canadian Lyme Disease Foundation. Jim, what terrifies me about Lyme is that anybody can get it, and it's so hard to diagnose
1: yes and it's becoming more prevalent it's a primarily a a tick-borne disease and unfortunately the species of tick that transmits the disease uh, is quite a small tick very difficult to see most people with Lyme disease don't even realize they've uh, had a tick on them Uh, they just start getting sick some people will get a Noticeable rash uh, that that grows typically beyond two and a half inches, uh, but only uh, only the current research indicates that only about twenty to thirty percent of people will will get that rash. Um, in fact, the most current published research indicates that only a small subset of the Lyme bacteria will cause a rash of any kind so that's one thing that I think it's important to get out there is too many physicians and too many people uh, are, are expecting this this rash that has been so well publicized over the years.
0: They call it a bullseye uh, rash.
1: Yes, a bullseye rash. And then th- that's a misnomer because uh, it'll only take the bullseye form in a very small number of cases. And most people will get no rash. They just start getting these odd multi-system symptoms they start getting very tired, uh, achy and sore and they can have heart palpitations uh just about anything you can you can imagine can happen with Lyme disease because it affects pretty well every system of the body.
0: And it's caused by there it's a bacteria that the uh tick will pass on. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. That's right. It's a a bacterial infection and the other unfortunate part is we're finding that these ticks now carry uh, several other pathogens uh, that that are potentially uh, harmful to humans as well. So they can cause infection, not just Lyme disease. There's there's, um, uh, protozoan bacteria they're carrying similar to malaria. Uh, There is uh, rickettsia type. Rocky Mountain spotted fever, uh, anaplasmosis. So, th- our motto is strictly no tick is a good tick, and take as many precautions as you can to avoid getting a tick.
0: When you uh, say they're your- tiny, explain how small they are. Give us something in comparison. That
1: well, the uh, uh, the deer tick, which is the the one most likely to transmit Lyme disease, uh, is when it's in its nymphal stage which is the most common stage to infect humans it's about the size of a poppy seed
0: wow that is so i mean it's so hard to see something like that say i'm i'm out and i'm out hiking every day in the field and i've got a border collie i know they say you know check yourself for ticks and check your your long-haired dark-haired dog for ticks good luck i mean he's just a yeah. he's a freeway for ticks he's he's the way into my house
1: exactly and and people have to be aware of that that uh that there are products now that you can buy that you can put on, on the animals that will kill the ticks. Uh, you have to be very um, aware that your pets can bring these ticks into your home and uh, they'll wander around your, your house. And if they happen to, to get hungry while they're in there and, and you're close by, you're going to be their next meal.
0: Sure. Make you think so, twice about inviting the dog on the bed to cuddle. Exactly yes let's talk about That's the fact that i know that i vaccinate my dog every year for lyme there's no human vaccination yet
1: uh no there is not uh there was a, a vaccine out it, it didn't prove to be extremely effective uh, and you had to have multiple uh re with it um and it certainly wasn't uh covering the uh, all of the known strains of the lyme bacteria uh People have to remember that Lyme disease, or have to know, I mean, that Lyme disease, the bacteria that causes it is called a spirochete. And it's a cousin of syphilis. And so there has never been a successful vaccine for syphilis. Mm. And it's going to be the same problem with, with Lyme disease because of the multiple strains, the, the, the nature of the organism. Um,
0: When you say multiple strains of Lyme disease, so you're saying like not all uh, the bacteria, some of them are slightly different in some way? Is that what you mean?
1: Yes, there there are many different strains uh, or genotypes of the Borrelia bacteria that causes Lyme disease.
0: And do we only test for one in Canada? Is that correct?
1: well we're testing for more than one uh they test for borrelia burgdorferi strain B31 and there's also uh testing available for um through the um C6 uh, ELISA test for uh some of the european strains but generally the test is fairly limited and uh, and it just the nature of the test itself being an antibody test, that is strain-limited. Uh, it will miss a good number of people, far too many false negative results.
0: All right. So I just want to go through a few on your webpage here, uh, which is canlime.com. Uh, the symptoms are, and I'm just going to grab a, cup, a couple here, around the head and face and neck, unexplained hair loss, headache or mild severe severe seizures. Um, tingling of the nose Stiff or painful neck Who doesn't have a stiffer painful neck Jaw or pain or stiffness Dental problems You can have uh, blurried or double vision Oversensitivity to light You can have buzzing in your ears Diarrhea, constipation uh, Bone pain Stiffness of joints chest pain, night sweats or unexplained chills, heart palpitations. There's also, I believe, um, mood swings and, uh, you know, you, your sex drive is low. I mean, this could be, is, is it so hard to diagnose the um, Lyme disease because there's so many differing symptoms that your doctor doesn't know where to start? Or what is the problem?
1: Well, I, that if we could just educate doctors that that in itself should put Lyme disease at the very top of the list because it is this exact multi-systemic, seemingly unrelated symptoms because they cross over so many systems of the body. They affect the heart, they affect the brain, they affect the joints, they affect the muscles, it affects the bowels, it affects the the lungs, uh, the kidneys. So it's, it's this exact multi-systemic nature of it that should be uh jumping out at the physicians that uh we, we should be considering Lyme disease here. Stop telling the patients that uh it's stress. Uh when a patient comes in with those types of symptoms, uh there is no stress that's going to cause that type of uh t- type of multisystemic um, symptoms. So it, it we've just got to educate the doctors better. The uh the medical leadership has got to do a much better job at educating the doctors. In fact, they're they're actually misinforming the, the medical community right now. Uh, in many of the guidelines that are out there, um, they are uh, limiting this disease to to a, uh, a short term of antibiotics in all cases, um, and you cannot do that with this disease any more than you could do it with syphilis or many other diseases. So what
0: do you have to do then? You do the immediate, because I understand that left untreated, it can get extremely serious and you can have chronic problems. If not, um, you can pass away from the problems caused by it. But if you uh, get early diagnosis and you get on a course of antibiotics, you're saying it, it might have to go further than that?
1: Yes. Even those who who are lucky enough to have a uh, very early diagnosis, uh, like a known tick attachment uh, removed at the doctor's office and then put on uh, antibiotics, there are a percentage of those people that will go on and develop uh, uh, symptoms um, that in many cases require longer-terms uh, periods of antibiotics and sometimes uh, changing the antibiotics. It could be there's so many factors involved um we don't not necessarily all metabolize antibiotics as efficiently um so it could be that one antibiotic for one person is not necessarily the best choice for the next person uh there there it could be um uh, that you require a combination of antibiotics
0: you need to uh, monitor it's,
1: it's it it's very strain related uh perhaps um So yes, it's very complex and and what what we really need in Canada is to develop a a specialty, Lyme Lyme disease specialists. And uh, we certainly at the moment don't have that, uh, but we do have Canadian physicians who are more than capable of training doctors. It's just that... uh, 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 The Canadian Lyme Disease Foundation and our experts have never been allowed at the table to to present any evidence, to discuss uh, treatment modalities, to discuss better diagnostics. Um, we are just denied a seat at the table. Well, at Jim, every instant.
0: I hope you get a seat at the table soon, and I feel horrible uh, with that uh, in mind. Saying that I gotta go, but uh, I want to direct people to your website. It's canlime uh, l y m e dot com. You can find out the basics there. Basically, you want to make sure you're using DEET, you're wearing long pants, you're tucking in your pants, your your uh, socks to your shoes, and uh, and being aware of ticks on your body.
1: And we have our tick removal kits that are available online. Uh, they're very popular. Uh, and also for those people in Ontario that are close to a Magnata winery store, they are available there as well.
0: All right. I appreciate you joining us, Jim. It's been a wealth of information. I wish we had more time. Thank you. Uh, if you want to share a story, uh, I'm, I'm all ears. I think it's interesting that it's uh, month the month of May is Lyme Awareness Month in uh, Canada and the States. You know, uh, Bella Hadid? She's a, a model. I believe um, her sister and brother and mother have Lyme disease. And one of the most frustrating things, as does Avril Lavigne, and I know I'm bringing up celebrities here, but they seem to get most of the limelight, no uh, pun intended, uh, shone on them when they have a serious problem. And basically, they were, Avril Lavigne was just exhausted and people kept telling her, oh, you're just you're just tired and it's all in your head. And she said she just couldn't get out of bed, and she was in terrible pain, and then she found out she had Lyme. And it is just incredibly hard for some people suffering from it because people don't take them seriously because there's so many symptoms, and the symptoms are all over the board. I find it kind of a scary disease. When you're talking about something the size of a poppy seed, and I'm one of those people that owns a Border Collie that gets out in the fields and long grass all the time, yeah, I'm a bit scared. Doug and Grimsby, you say you have Lyme.
2: Yep, absolutely, Uh I've had it for about two years here, and uh, it was one of the worst experiences of my life, absolutely. Trying to get it diagnosed and whatnot, um, unbelievable. Like, I just could not believe what was happening with it. What
0: were your symptoms?
2: Um, Everything. It it went on for the course of about two years. It started with minor things, you know. um, My muscles were twitching, you know, burning sensations, that type of stuff. You end up with cognitive dysfunction and like almost anything under the book that you can think of. I ended up in the hospital a few times with heart palpitations and stuff, thought I was having heart attacks and all that, and uh, they could just never get to the bottom of it.
0: And how um, did how did you pinpoint finally it was Lyme?
2: I actually remembered being bitten by a tick, and uh, I went to my doctor's, and because I didn't have, I had a rash, but it wasn't the uh, bullseye shape, so the doctor said, don't worry about it, Ugh. it's probably just a spider bite or whatnot. And uh, it took me almost two years and going to the States and I ended up having to figure it out myself. And the whole time that I was doing it, my doctor was telling me, oh, you're just depressed. And, you know, you just need to be on antidepressants and all this other stuff, right? How
0: frustrating is
2: that? Absolutely frustrating. When you look at the fact that if I had been treated right from the start, this is probably something that I wouldn't have had to deal with for this amount of time. And now I'm going to have this for the rest of my life because my doctor was not educated. How
0: does it affect you now, Doug?
2: Um, I'm struggling to stay at work. I'm having a hard time, and uh, it's hard. Your family, everybody, you become disconnected from everybody, and it's hard to uh, stay in touch. Why are you
0: disconnected? Are you just so tired?
2: Yeah, it's just the cognitive dysfunction. And it it, it puts you in a weird place. You don't end up with a lot of empathy. You depersonalize yourself from people, right? And uh, I think that's the biggest battle is a lot of people think, Oh, he's just changed or whatever. or He's not friendly or whatever. But you just can't put yourself on that level where you want to socially connect with people. Because
0: right? you're worried about how you're going to sound or you're just, you're just you don't have yeah, it in you. Both.
2: And you don't have it in you. It wow. changes your mind. It really does change who you are. And you can't like they say you don't understand it until you understand it. Right. Until you have it. Doug. So, what would you and- say
0: to people listening right now?
2: I would say, educate yourself on the early symptoms. The earlier you catch it, the better. And uh, if you guys are ending up with a flu in the middle of the summer or something like that, right? Because when it first comes in, it'll knock you right off your feet. You'll think you have the flu. And I heard you earlier say neck pain, who doesn't have this, yeah. it was excruciating. Like to the point that you think that something is seriously wrong. It's just not a normal neck pain or anything like that, right? Wow, not all kinds of weird stuff. Um, and even on a side note, one of the uh, co-infections that I got with it, Bartonella, is uh, known as uh, cat scratch disease. And even bringing that to my doctor, he looked at me like I was crazy. He goes, of course you have that. You have cats, right? But he didn't even understand how to read my antibody test from the Canadian system. Did you guess- went to
0: the States to get diagnosed?
2: I eventually did. Yeah, absolutely. Can um, I
0: be it- so bold as to ask you how much that was out of pocket?
2: Uh, the, it was about 760 bucks just to get tested. And then the treatments in the States can run anywhere from 50 to a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Yep. Doug, I wish you the best of luck. Financially, emotionally, uh, your relationships, everything suffers. Right. And it doesn't have to be like that. You just need to get, they have the testing in the States. Why can't we bring it here?
0: Doug, I, uh, I can't thank you enough for calling in today and I, I wish you the best of luck.
2: Thank you, and I love you and your show. You do an awesome job. Thanks well so much, Doug. I All appreciate right. it. Hey, Steph
0: and Vaughn, I, w- I would go to trending topics right now, but I w- really want to get squeeze you in here. Uh, you say your daughter has Lyme.
3: She's had it for two years now uh, and a little bit, and uh, it's, she has three different types of uh, bugs in her. I'm not exactly sure of the big, long names, mm-hmm. but it, it's been absolutely horrific. But what really gets me is that the, gov- the government says in Canada says there's no such thing as Lyme disease. I had her into St. Mike's. She was tested. They say it was in her head there's that uh, that wasn't you know there's no such thing as Lyme disease. They told her that there, and and uh, McMaster and Hamilton, they also said the same thing, got her in, finally got her to go to the states. She had faith in the system because she's a registered nurse or was. she'll never work again. Mm. finally got her to go to the states within a week. they had her the complete testing done and everything else. So I really appreciate what that last fellow is going through.
0: Did she know that she was bit by a tick?
3: Uh, not exactly, but if they tested her properly at the very beginning when she went in, they probably could have caught it. So this is going to be the rest of her life, and it's a real roller coaster ride because it's up and down and up and down. Mm. It's uh, very frustrating, and what really gets you though is that they say there's no such thing. Their heads are buried in the sand.
0: Well, I think uh, the the public health Agency of Canada said it's evaluating the uh, performance of a new test, so that must just be the medical professionals that you saw that that said they didn't think it was Lyme because Lyme is obviously a disease that they're aware of yeah, but they've had conferences it, on it,
3: it. I'm sorry, that's all it takes because uh, you know but then the time lapses and- yeah. She's on very heavy antibiotics now, and she had to go on injections to try and get more into her.
0: I feel for you because I know that early detection is important with Lyme. I, I thank you so much for calling in, Steph. Thank you. All right. I wish your daughter the you know the best of luck dealing with that. It can turn into a chronic disease here, so it's very serious. And that's why I wanted to have Jim Wilson, the president of the Canadian Lyme Disease Foundation, on because May is Lyme Disease Awareness Month. So uh, just go on to. Uh, the website, which is canlime.com, and educate yourself. Be safe out there this summer.